Welcome to the Masterful Coach Podcast with Molly Claire, where coaches learn skill mastery, business mastery, and life mastery at a whole new level. If you're serious about creating a meaningful coaching business that makes a difference, you're in the right place. And now your host, master life and business coach, Molly Claire. Hey coaches, I have an amazing treat for you today. My friend and colleague, Corinne Crabtree is on the podcast. Corinne is an eight-figure business builder and she is a master coach. She specializes in weight loss. She's built her business, No BS Weight Loss, and she is phenomenal. One of the things that I absolutely love about Corinne is how genuine she is. She is so authentic and so driven to help women. And I just love and adore that about her. As you all know, on the podcast this month, I am focused 100% on coaching skill mastery. And I thought, what better time to have Corinne come in and have a great conversation as she and I have been in this coaching world for years and have experienced working with so many coaches as well to really help you to know and understand some of the common mistakes that we see and really help you have a more expanded view so you can be more successful in your coaching. Before we dive into this episode, I am also offering those 30 days of coaching mastery skill tips on Instagram. So if you haven't been following along, make sure to go to Molly Claire Coaching on Instagram and find me there. Follow those tips are 90 seconds or less. Coaches, let's do it. Let's up level and expand your coaching skills together. All right, here we go. Let's dive into this interview with the amazing Corinne Crabtree. All right. I am so excited to have you today, Corinne. Welcome to the podcast. Well, thank you. We have <laughs> we have known each other for a long time. <laughs> I know. I was thinking that as I was preparing for this interview with you and thinking, I remember the first time I saw you, it was my second life coach school mastermind and you presented and there you were on stage because you shared your story. I'm sure you remember this. And I just remember thinking, who is this woman who just like came in, got certified and is just like owning the stage like a boss. Like you just have such an incredible energy. And I still remember seeing you there. And then, you know, we've, we've, done some things here and there along the way. So anyway, you're amazing. And I'm so honored to share you with my, with my well, listeners. I'm excited to be here because I like, I've been a big supporter of everything you do and we just known each other for so long now. So I it's, know. it's really cool. I know it is. And you know what else I was thinking is so fun is I think you and I have drastically different coaching styles. Probably. Oh yeah. <laughs> Which I think is so great because, and I know you have your advanced certification that you're doing, which is, you know, your niche and, and I've got one as well. And one of the things that I love is I think it's so great to teach, you know, teach people how to coach well and really encourage your own style, right? Because like the people that want to work with me, they might not want to work with you. And people that are dying to work with you might be like, "Mm, no, (laughs) so there's room for all of it. I agree. Like, I think that's one of the most important things. I think that especially all of us, like I consider like me and you, like in leadership positions in like in our coaching sphere is that we really encourage the new coaches to figure out who they're going to be early on. I watch so many of them try to replicate and emulate and, and just, you know, just talk like, you know, everyone Mm -hmm. else. And the world just doesn't need a bunch of 
the same yeah. coaches. You know, yeah. we just need everybody to be finding their own voice and yeah, uh, and that just takes time and talk uh, talking a lot. Yes, yes. And if I'm trying to be like you, let's face it, it's never going to work. I am right. never going to coach the way you do well because it's not me, right? Yeah. So, so I really love that. I love this idea that as coaches, my listeners, as you're listening, I think it's valuable to learn a tool, learn a skill, learn something, and really focus on taking it in as the way it's taught and or presented. And then how do you bring you to it? You know, finding that way where they come together. So yeah. I think this, this episode's a great plug for that in general. So, well, one yeah. of the things I was thinking about when you were just talking about that is like, you know, like, how do they do that? Like, you know, one mm-hmm. of the things that like, I was actually thinking about this in the shower this morning, <laughs> mm-hmm. I don't know if you do this, but I was listening to the like hundredth time the big leap. Like I, mm-hmm. I've listened to it several times. And I swear every time mm-hmm. I hear it, like I listen to like a different chapter a little differently than I did the last time. Or yes, like yes. I'll listen to a chapter and be like, did I even listen to that one last time? Like it's, yes. it's just so new. Yes. But when I'm hearing things, a lot of times I will think of like a specific client mm-hmm. and then I will catch myself practicing questions I would now ask, like when I'm mm-hmm. consuming some content and stuff. And mm-hmm. I think that that's been really helpful for me on figuring out like just how to be like a better coach, how to ask mm-hmm. better questions mm-hmm. is like in live time, taking in information and mm-hmm. kind of, it's almost like you're using your brain in two ways. It's like I'm hearing this and now I'm visualizing this person and I'm role-playing mm-hmm. in my mind. Ooh, I would ask this now, or Ooh, I would go down this road now. Yes. Yes. Yeah. I love that. And I love that you shared that because I really, on this episode today, I want to, of course, we're focusing on coaching mastery and skill. And that's one thing that as different as our coaching styles are, someplace I feel like you're you're one of the most genuine people that I have ever worked with. I know you care so much about the people that you work with. And I I feel that same way. And one thing that I love about you is how dedicated you are to really always improving and growing and expanding. I love that. And I I actually would love for you to share. And I, of course, did an intro right before we started talking so people know about you in general. But I would love for you to just share from your voice what you do and why you love it in your business. Well, so I do several different things, which is always amazing to me because (laughs) I grew up thinking I was not going to do several different things. Mm -hmm. Um, I like grew up with a mom who was single and like, yeah, I remember her telling me all the time, like the best thing that could ever happen to me was to just find a stable job and a mm-hmm. good man to take care of me. And mm-hmm. to her, that was like, you have arrived. Arrived. That is it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And yeah. Luckily I did. Well, I went through one bum marriage first and then mm-hmm. like had to get rid of that. At, right mm-hmm. out of high school, I eloped with this guy. Mm-hmm. And then I did find a good, like, you know, man who Mm -hmm. was stable and all this other stuff, Mm -hmm. but it wasn't very long before I realized like I wanted more out of my life. Like I was Mm -hmm. never going to be a stay at home mom. Like Mm -hmm. I was one Mm -hmm. so unfulfilled with it. And Mm -hmm. so that's how I started my weight loss business. Mm -hmm. I branched out uh, last year into a business membership because Mm -hmm. after 15 years ago on the weight loss side, Mm -hmm. I just got a passion for helping other people mm-hmm. build a business when they mm-hmm. just 
feel like they have no right or mm-hmm. no education or no background that says they can do it. Mm-hmm. The other thing that we're doing is we're also opening a restaurant. Soon. <laughs> my are? Oh my gosh. Oh my God, yes. What is that? Oh gosh. We, um, we started when we moved to this small town in, in Nolensville, Tennessee, we started mm-hmm. going to this one little restaurant mm-hmm. on our date nights and we've been doing it for three years. And we started, mm-hmm. we just kind of noticed that it could be more like mm-hmm. it needed to be a sports mm-hmm. bar. And we would like dream about like, well, if we were going to change it, what would we do? And mm-hmm. just so everybody knows, my husband and I both collectively have almost 40 years of restaurant experience between the two of us. Mm-hmm. That was like okay. both of our backgrounds. So it's not like we're going in, you know, (laughs) knowing what we're doing. And the reason why I do like all the different things is one, I've always loved a good challenge. That's just kind of in my nature. Oh yeah. Yeah. But my passion is really helping specifically women change generational health and wealth purses. And I thought about that, like that was not something I th- knew that I was doing until mm-hmm. late last year. And I spent mm-hmm. some real time thinking about what is important to me. Like what's going to, you know, I already make a lot of money, but yeah. what is going to drive me to want to get up every day mm-hmm. and still plug in and still write scripts and copy and stuff. Cause mm-hmm. I could literally just put things on autopilot. And it was right. that, that was the thing that, changed yeah. everything for me. It was like yeah. other yeah. women deserve opportunities to be yeah. introduced to their yeah. potential. And yes. I help facilitate that. Even in yes. our restaurant, like the staff is so good and we're buying it. One of the primary reasons is because there's a group of about 30 year old people that mm-hmm. already sort of run the restaurant and mm-hmm they don't have a big, bright future ahead of them. And Mm. we want to come in, fix it and sell it back to them. You know, amazing. that is amazing. That is, that's, that's cool. I want to stay up to date on how that goes. So I'm going to be checking in with you on that. Oh yeah. If you ever come to Nashville, come have a drink. I know I need to soda, whatever water, whatever you drink, Molly. (laughs) (laughs) Okay. So I, and I want to just pause here and, you know, it's so inspiring to hear you say that. And for my listeners, as you're listening and hearing that really that big why that Corinne has, I guarantee that that is also comes through in how and why you coach people well, because you care so much about them, right? You can have all the skills in the world. You can have that ability, but I think really caring about helping your clients move past that thing. Like for me, definitely, I feel very similar in that I want to help women to really see and believe that more is possible for them and to see that it's that nothing is inherently wrong with them. It's not like there's something in them that is the reason they can't be as good as that woman over there or do the thing that that person can do. And I think it's so easy to get stuck there. And so for sure, I think all of you listening thinking about and realizing what is it that you really care about helping people to change. And as you can have that drive your why, I think it also lends itself to way like greater mastery in your coaching because it's, you can't help, but not help people. Right. Yeah. One thing you said that like stands out to me, and I think this is important for years, I literally thought there were things wrong with me. Yes. Help. 
it held me back in a lot of ways, but I will say I've also been able to kind of push through like, all right, well, I kind of know what somebody who is successful is going to be doing. So Mm -hmm. I was like one of those people who could like do even with crappy thoughts. Yeah. Yeah. But it took me a long time to realize there really wasn't anything wrong with me. Mm -hmm. There were things I just didn't know. Like I think for an entrepreneur, especially like that moment when you, it kind of clicks, this is not a personal issue. Yeah, like there's just because I have a big like, especially on the business side, I have a big mm-hmm. passion for like we've got to blend in the coaching world mindset mm-hmm. with tactics like, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, like, you know, I'm sure your listeners are a lot of LCS people, just like a lot of mine are LCS. People. Yeah. Like, yeah. The T and the A lines are very important. <laughs> mm-hmm. You can't ignore either one. Like mm-hmm. they have to work together. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. so I think for all of us that are kind of you know, blazing the trails or wanting mm-hmm. to help the newer coaches. We need to remember, like, it's not just about belief. Like sometimes yeah. people just don't know things and yeah. use coaching against themselves and sit there and be like, it must be my belief. Like, like right. I'm fundamentally doing something wrong. And I'm like, no, if you're right. new, there are going to be a lot of things you don't know. And yeah, you're going to have to learn them. That doesn't make you wrong. Exactly. It's so true, right? It's like we learn first, we use coaching for ourselves. It opens things up. And then we're like, oh, I must not be believing enough. I need to believe harder. I need to believe more often. And, and it's like, and that's where I think it's so useful as, as you know, we work on our coaching skills to really expand our view of them and not only, okay, definitely to what you were saying, like, we need the skills, we need the tactics, we need the tangible things. And then guess what? The mindset supports us in doing that, right? And I actually don't think that the focus on the thoughts was ever intended to to delete the need for like working on the skill or knowledge gaps. It was always, I think, intended to say, yes, you can have those things and do those things. But if you have a crappy mindset, it's not going to work. And then I think the opposite is also true. Yes, you can have all those amazing thoughts And if you don't know the nitty gritty of how you might actually do this, it's not going to get you that far, right? That's amen. Like that is exactly it. Because I, like, I always am like talking about how um, I think the, the, the statement, you don't need to know the how Mm kind of just got warped a little bit. It was like not intended to be that. It it really does. Like, so in weight loss terms, because so like every woman can understand a weight loss term. Right. It's like, I've watched people try to lose weight saying things like, you're so lazy. You're going to have to go to the gym or Mm -hmm. weighing in or eating foods and saying things like, you know, I hope you like, you're lucky this time you didn't overeat, but next time you better be careful. Mm -hmm. And so they're trying to lose weight from all this anxiety and this fear and all this other stuff. And self-hatred. Yes. (laughs) And they may be able to lose some weight, but if the, the problem becomes, they can't keep it off because so many of us think that either building a business or losing weight, we're going to be happy when we reach a certain destination. You only trained yourself with fear, anxiety, and worry, mm-hmm. then you get to your end point and you're like, okay, I hope I can keep my weight off. I hope mm-hmm. I don't screw this up. I better get lucky this month and clients come to me. Mm-hmm. And so then you're living in your hard earned success mm-hmm. and fear and anxiety. Exactly. And like you never get to feel good. 
you will go back. Like, what is the point? If you're never going to feel good, it's like, why am I going to work this hard? If all I'm ever going to do is feel like crap. Yep. You're just, you're just having the fear, anxiety, and worry about a new situation in your life. Yeah. And I think that's why like with coaches, it's really important for us to blend those two things together. It's like, you do need skills and yes, you're probably going to need some frameworks. You're going to need these things. They're not plug in place, but they are good basics, but we have to work on how you apply them. Like with your mind, that isn't essential. Yes, totally. And as you were talking, because one of the things that and, and you may not use these exact words, but I, I'm certain you do this as well with your coaching and your, you know, your training for training weight loss coaches is I like to help my co- coaches understand how they can do the deep and meaningful work with their clients. And they can also do these practical, tangible, quick win things at the same time, because I think too often we think it's one or the other. And, and especially right. with new coaches they are like, oh, no, we don't need to look at any of these tangible things. We just need to dive deep into your psyche. And it's like, first of all, that that's probably not going to work for many people. And sometimes people don't even want that. And right. so I think it's really important that we understand what are the ways that I give some quick wins. I have some like solution-focused coaching. I'm moving this client forward. And at the same time, I'm making space for that internal growth. Because I think when they can go hand in hand, your client will feel the success every step of the way, in my opinion. So, yeah, like one of the things that we teach um, inside our advanced certification is all about mm-hmm. like doable beliefs. Like, mm-hmm. I just majority of the people who are going to walk in off the street when it mm-hmm. comes to weight loss mm-hmm. are terrified of their brain. Mm-hmm. And we have to start with real easy wins. Like, I'm always telling my clients, this is not a Freud thing. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like seriously, mm-hmm. like because mm-hmm. they get so paranoid that they're going to unearth something in their psyche that like now this proves exactly how broken I am. It's mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. they get so fearful about it. So I think it's really important as we're teaching coaches, it's like there are varying degrees of basically how far you go with clients and you have to learn, like, Mm -hmm. how do we give them easy wins first? Like, how Mm -hmm. do we get them to where they feel like, okay, it's safe to dig around in my brain. Cause I think a lot of us coaches, the vast majority of people who are going to come to us don't feel that safe. No, like it's the rare unicorn (laughs) that's going to come to you. Who's like, oh my gosh, I am a self-development diva and I am just ready yeah. to dig in. Like I yeah. just lay me out on a rock and expose me. Yeah. Most of them are like, are terrified of that. And so we have yeah. to, and as coaches, I think we think we got to go there. I'm like, yes, we think we're supposed to go there. And we think yeah. if a good coach will be able to go there right away. But no. actually you want to meet your client where they are and give them what they need. Exactly. And, and I think, you know, as you were talking, not only is it that, like they're not ready. They don't even know what we're talking about, right? Like, especially when I work with coaches who've worked with other coaches and their colleagues, and they're so comfortable coaching other coaches, but it's like, it is a whole different world when you're talking to people that have no idea what you're talking about. Right. And, and so there's that, right? Like, where is your client now? What is going to help your client to get a quick win now to move forward and maybe start opening the door to you also showing them more. Because I think when you can hold space for both of those with the client, it is the most powerful experience for sure. 
I think so too. I think it's like when we, I know that you're focusing on like coaching mastery. It's like when I'm working with our weight loss coaches, like the first thing that I, I tell Mm -hmm. them is we have to get back to basic questions. Mm -hmm. Like start with a question that your client can understand. And I spend Mm -hmm. a lot of time breaking coach speak. Yes. There's talking to other coaches. Like I love when coaches coach each other because they're all like, Mm -hmm. no T-line and what result does that create? And then when you get like somebody off the street, they're like, result? What do you even mean? What are you talking about? I know, right? It's almost like when you go through your basic training, you learn a lot of great, amazing stuff. Totally. don't really, one of the things that I've realized that like first level mastery is learning how to talk like a normal person. It's true. And in marketing, by the way, let's just make a quick plug for that. (laughs) It's like, do not sell your clients with these words that they don't understand about some deep process that means nothing. Nothing. I know. It's just like, I always, like one of the things that we make our, uh, our advanced certification people, I'm like, Mm -hmm. rewrite that in a way my mother could understand it. Mm -hmm. Like, Mm -hmm. What are you Mm -hmm. even, I'm like looking at him like, now I'm a master level coach and I'm really having to figure out what you just said. (laughs) I know. It's like when we're working with our coaches, we're like, okay, think about like, get inside your client's head. What are the thoughts running through their head right now? And not the thoughts they're going to have after they've worked with you, right? Right. Because sometimes like our clients have more awareness at the end. And so a big mistake I see is, you know, coaches thinking, oh, well, this is my client's words, but that's your client's words at the end of their journey, not when they're trying to figure out who in the world can solve this problem right in front of them, right? Yes. Yeah. Yes. I think okay, I, where, oh, go ahead. You go no, ahead. I, well, I, I was just about this all day. <laughs> I know, right? We're going to have to watch the time so we don't stand here too long. Okay, I want to grab this. So this is like, I have this like medicine weighted ball in my office. And I actually, I have it in here because one of the coaching mastery tips I'm going to talk about is like us doing that heavy lifting for our client, right? And when you're talking about like the coaches and like the T line and the A line, I think a lot of coaches, even when we're working with like normal people off the street, we want to like teach them these tools and have them like help us, you know, like, oh, help me coach you, help me build this model. And we want them to answer questions the right way using coach speak. And right. so it just made me think of that, right? It's a, it's a different skill. And so I, this is for all of you listening. You make sure you're coaching plenty of people who have no idea what you're talking about because coaching those people and not just your colleagues is how you're going to learn how to speak to them. A hundred percent. Like, I think one of the, you know, when you're talking about the story of like, who is this person who just came on stage? I didn't have a coaching background when I came to mm-hmm. LCS. In fact, I mm-hmm. probably did diddly squat in the self-development world. Like Mm -hmm. I had not read all the books y'all read. Like Mm -hmm. I had read personal training books, like everything I was listening to exercise podcasts and stuff Mm -hmm. like that. But I had so many reps in, I had a forum with about 50 to a hundred people who talked about weight loss all day, every day. And I swear Mm -hmm. some of them chicks, I'm like, did y'all even have a job back then? Cause we were on the computer all day. But yeah. I talked to them so much and I was kind of coaching before I knew I was coaching. Like I was yeah. just really good at, now I probably wasn't good at asking questions, but I was definitely really good at seeing what the problem was mm, and at yes. least giving them a new perspective. Yes. And because I didn't have all of that background and experience, 
I think it was a lot easier for me to be like, I know my person. I have yeah. read thousands of entries now of like mm-hmm. just market research of listening to what a real human mm-hmm. says about their problem. And I think that's important for coaches. I, one mm-hmm. of the things you said that I just love, and I've never thought to tell coaches this, but I'm going to now, yeah. which is stop coaching your coach friends for a while. Oh, like it's yes. fine if you want to like trade to get some help and stuff. That's one thing, but that can't like, if you think about growing your business, mm-hmm. that can't be the only people you coach. They get, they understand it too much. Yes. And so you yes. don't really learn how to teach the concepts in a digestible way. Cause one of the things that That's I right. teach in my advanced certification is, you know, when you're a coach, like we still have to teach. Like we can't like, especially if you're going to do group coaching, it's like, there is a blend of coaching someone live, asking questions, and then finding a moment where now you're going to kind of teach everyone what this means and what this means to you. And I think that that only will happen if you're talking to people who are actually in your niche, not with coaches who already get all the concepts. It it kind of, it, yes. it's like there's no impetus to have to teach at that. Yes, point. yes. Well, it's so interesting because, you know, you and I have been around this world for a while, right? And I certified in 2014 when there were not many colleagues to coach, like people in the life yeah. coach school. Now there are so many people available, but I, I was always coaching people that had no idea about the model or coaching concepts at all. And so then it was so interesting over the years, like training coaches and training coaches, that it was interesting that over time, as there became more coaches, more of my students would be asking me, how do I learn how to coach people that aren't coaches? And I found it so fascinating because I never had that question because my only experience was with non-coaches. And so that's where I just think exactly. I mean, yes, it can be helpful to have those people, but don't rely on your colleagues because either way, you have to learn how to find people anyway, right? So you might as well be practicing on the right people. Well, that's such a good point when it comes to like growing your business. It's like, if you just keep coaching coaches, Mm -hmm. you're not, you're not figuring out where are your people hanging out and stuff. Like, and I would say, uh, you don't have to always coach people like, you know, one-to-one in person. Mm -hmm. So like I've got coaches on my team who the vast majority of the coaching they do is written coaching. Mm, And they will tell you written coaching will make your coaching sharp because if especially um, we have two modalities that we practice in our advanced certification. Mm -hmm. One is a back and forth communication because we Mm -hmm. have Facebook groups. So Mm -hmm. we always have people you know, in our weight loss groups and business Mm -hmm. groups, laying Mm -hmm. out a lot of stuff. And so you have to kind of do the back and forth there, Mm -hmm. but you got to be succinct because you're going to drop a question and you might not see the answer for two days. Mm -hmm. So you have to be tight in how you talk to them. Mm -hmm. Then we have like one way written, which is like our ask coaches features with a lot of coaches Mm -hmm. understand. Mm -hmm. And I teach my coaches, you've got to help them in a way that does not rely on there being any more communication. If they want to come mm-hmm. back, that's one thing. Mm-hmm. But the way that this is set up, you've got to sharpen your skills. Mm-hmm. It's got to be effective. And um, what I think is like, like when you talk about mastery, mm-hmm. it's got to be able to be digestible for yes. the other 
14,000 or however many, like I've got 14K in my membership. The other 14K need to be able to look at it and also learn something. Yeah. Yeah. I love that. It's true. You keep using that word digestible, right? It's so funny because you do weight loss, right? It's all about food. <laughs> I didn't even yeah. think about that. I know. I just thought of that as I said it. Because yeah, I, I always think about it as like meeting them where they are, right? But it, it's that it's that same idea. You have to say it in a way that they get it, right? That's the bottom line. Say it in a way that they get it and that it reaches them. And the other thing is, you know, I focus a lot on the emotion work mm-hmm. in my advanced certification because I think sometimes that can be a big like black mystery that, I mean, let's face it, a lot of us are still learning. I feel like just over the last probably two years ago is when I took the deepest dive into the emotion work and have found it to be a really powerful place to access and better utilize the cognitive work too. So I just think those of you listening, wherever you are right now, commit to continuing to really master and advance your skills and expand them because the fun thing about this is there is never a shortage of things to learn. And Every, I swear, every year, my coaching skills up level. I'm sure you could say the same. It's oh, for 100%. Yeah. Like, I was just telling somebody the other day, I think I was talking to my husband actually. Like, I have just gotten sharper. I mean, mm-hmm. and I, you know, like I took a, an advanced certification. Mm-hmm. <laughs> All of us coaches mm-hmm. are we're either mm-hmm. offering one or we're taking one. Mm-hmm. But I, I know it's important for the, the like, for when you are a, when you really want to be a masterful coach it would be no different than um, wanting to be an NBA player or an NFL player. Absolutely. You are going to put in your reps. You are going to prioritize your skill. Like there is hardly a day that goes by in my life that I do not Mm -hmm. listen to some kind of book, some kind of Mm -hmm. podcast where I'm constantly trying to figure out better ways to coach, better ways Mm -hmm. to ask questions. But I'm just now embarking on the emotion side. I'm like Mm -hmm. two years behind you. Get ready, Corinne. Buckle up. Oh, I'm telling you. I am like, I did the deep dive. I'm like, oh, geez. Like, here we are. You know, I'm talking to a rock. And next thing I know, I'm crying with my inner child. I'm like, oh, my gosh. I know. As a coach, though, there's like, I think, like, for the people that we talk to, it's like every line of that model is important and really understanding them. And I know for me, the line I saved for last mm-hmm. <laughs> was the feelings line. I know how to mm-hmm. identify them, but I never mm-hmm. was one to um, want to process too much. Mm-hmm. So that's that's mm-hmm. kind of where I'm up leveling personally right now. Mm-hmm. So like yeah. More about that and doing more of it for myself too. Yeah. 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 I mean, I spend a lot of time on, on that in my program because not only, I think we've never learned how, honestly. I don't think many of us have learned how. There's a book that I want to recommend to you. I study this with my clients. It's called Running on Empty. And it talks about, have you heard of it? Are you familiar with it? Uh Uh-uh. It's so good. Okay, you have to read this. It's going to give you so many insights for your clients too. And those of you listening, you've got to read it. Because it really talks about how, you know, as kids, if we didn't have our emotional needs met consistently, which many of us didn't for varying reasons, we don't know what to do with them. We don't understand them. And we can't really, it's not something we can like, you know, quote unquote fix when we just, it's like a language we don't understand. Right. And so I know I'm, I'm going off on a little tangent there, but I think that not only those of you listening for you and for your clients, not only do we really not, you know, want to process them or know that it's important. There's again, skills we have to learn. 
right? Because right. we don't, why would we know? Who taught us? Nobody. Well, and I think that's such a good point because I know like in my weight loss group, there is so much shame with my clients so around not understanding their feelings or wanting to mm-hmm. avoid them and stuff. I'm like, mm-hmm. why be ashamed? Like mm-hmm. I, I always ask them, like, tell me the class that they taught us where we understood our emotions. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And they're like, well, we didn't get classes. I'm like, I know. Like mm-hmm. we learned a lot of geometry. We learned, like, I remember deciding between physiology and chemistry, but like, God, there was no feelings mm-hmm. class. There was mm-hmm. no emotions class. And mm-hmm. if we weren't taught that, why would we ever think that our parents were going to be able to teach us? We come from generations of people that ignored it. So that's right. And then we're raising our own kids, trying to figure it out, right? How are we there for them? So there's just so much good to be learned in it for sure. And, and I'm also right now in an advanced certification also where I'm doing the trauma work, advanced trauma. So I think it's a good thing, right? Like we, we set the example, not only like hopefully for us, right. As thought leaders in this space for coaches, but you coaches listening, you're an example for, for your clients too. If you're helping them to up-level their own life, we should always be up-leveling, right? I agree. I agree. I think every coach at the minimum should be self-coaching. I think I think if you are a coach who is going to have clients and you really want to have a a business, you need to be getting coached on the regular. You can't just coach other people and think that that's going to be enough for you. A hundred percent. I know that if I had to like pinpoint one thing that has grown me the most in the last few years in my own coaching, Mm -hmm. I've I've had my one coach for four years, it'll be Mm -hmm. four years this August. Mm -hmm. and. Mm I can chart like, like just the ahas, the insights. I pay attention to the kind of questions she asks me, attention to like what we do in there. And every week I learn something and Mm -hmm. I start immediately trying to apply it. I just Mm -hmm. think it's, I think we should definitely hone our skills with books and courses and things like that, but having, it's not the same. It's not the same when somebody else is looking at your brain. It Mm -hmm. just isn't. Mm -hmm. And I think it grows your own coaching. Mm -hmm. Like it's one, it's like, I personally have just benefited from it, but yes, my coaching has really benefited from it. And it's because I put my brain to work on, I want this to be an investment, not only in my brain, but I also want it to be an investment in my coaching too. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. I agree. And I think of, Because when I think about the personal work I've done, I actually think that's the personal work I've done with different coaches, the emotion work that I've done, the cognitive, all the different things. Having that experience is, I would say, my greatest asset as a coach is having done it myself for sure. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Well, I know we're getting to the end. I want to just wrap this up. But what advice would you give to a coach that's here listening that wants to improve their skills in any way? You can give one, you can give three, whatever you want to say, words of wisdom from you. I would, but first I would probably like the very first thing I would do is align with people that, um, like, especially mm-hmm. in the beginning, mm-hmm. just align with coaches that speak to you. Like I have mm-hmm. really been working a lot on trusting my gut. I've always had a strong gut. I didn't realize how much of my life I doubted my gut and my intuition. Mm-hmm. And I had to kind of repair the relationship with it a little bit, like mm-hmm. make it to trust it, even though it's never scared me wrong. <laughs> it's like, yeah. I have no 
know how the relationship got warped over the years, but it sure did. Yeah. Um, yeah. The first thing is like to grow your skills. It's really to align with coaches. It's like, just make it easy for yourself. So like, mm-hmm. as coaches, think about your coach in the C-line, you want a coach that it will be very easy for you to trust, for you to mm-hmm. have much thoughts about, like, mm-hmm. don't get up under people that already feel like out of alignment or skeezy or anything like that. Don't just be throwing your money away. So yeah. that would be yeah. my first thing. And yeah. I think the only other piece of advice I would give, like, to advance your coaching mm-hmm. skills is listen to a lot of books and podcasts. Mm-hmm. Like if I, like, honestly, mm-hmm. I know for me, people just know me as a voracious consumer of content, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. listen to tons of things. And I think a lot of coaches don't because they're like, well, if I can't sit down and take notes or if I, you know, if I can't mm-hmm. just, you know, like, it's almost like they want to create this perfected environment mm-hmm. My is avalanche of information. Mm-hmm. And mm-hmm. I know that if something really resonates, I'm probably going to remember it enough to teach it. And if I can't mm-hmm. remember, I carry my phone everywhere and I just mm-hmm. type in the notes app so often I'll just type in little things I hear. Mm-hmm. And then when I go back, I'm either going to remember what it was. And if I don't, I just delete it. Mm -hmm. I just have the most imperfect system when it comes to it. But I think that that's Mm -hmm. what's helped me. I don't have a lot of expectation other than I'm going to listen to a lot of crap and Mm -hmm. in a lot of different ways. And sometimes two and three times. Mm -hmm. And eventually my brain is going to pick out exactly what it needs. And that's Mm -hmm. how I up-level a lot. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. It's free. (laughs) Yeah. Well, I love it. And especially, I think that what you said really kind of, to me, captures who you are and how you grow and succeed in every area, right? Like even I know with your weight loss stuff, it's like, okay, let's forget this like super strict, like I can't walk too far to the right or too far to the left or, you know, have one more Cheeto or whatever. It really is like taking those steps forward and dropping perfectionism. And that's, I think, a huge key to success that you emulate, in my opinion. So thank you. I I try not to do any kind of like, I don't even know if I have a perfect perfectionistic bone in my body. Yeah. Every now and then I'll see, like get a whiff of it or a hint (laughs) of it, you know, but like 99% of the time I'm just like, whatever, let's just try it. Let's just go (laughs) for it. Which I think is really, I think it's a good attribute to have. I think it helps us move forward and keeps us from getting stuck. So for sure. Well, this is amazing. This is so fun. And I'll just say that all of you, if you don't follow Corinne, definitely follow her. And I know she's going to tell you more about how you can connect with her. But I just think Corinne is such a powerful example of someone who leads with authenticity. And you are extremely determined in what you want to create and you go after it. So thank you for your awesome example and inspiration. Well, thank you. I I love being here. So awesome. All right. Yes. Tell them where can the people find you? Oh, so yeah. if you do want to do, so I do have an advanced certification coming out for weight loss coaches. It mm-hmm. is, um, we're going to study all the content that I have created. Mm-hmm. Plus we are going to up-level your coaching skills. I think that mm-hmm. when it comes to weight loss, there's some distinct skills that, um, mm, yeah. differentiates. like we were talking yeah. a little bit earlier, our clients sure. are very unsafe. So we have to really learn how to mm-hmm. make it safe to mm-hmm. 
So that's at theweightlossuniversity.com. Mm-hmm. You can get on the wait list. We'll send you up information. The applications are going to start April 1st, but our program won't even awesome. start until June. We're jumping on it a little early this year. Mm-hmm. Good crop. Mm-hmm. And that we're all ready to go. And then if you just want awesome. some information about the, like, say you just want to lose some weight or whatever, just listen to my podcast, losing 100 pounds with Corinne. If you mm-hmm. sign up for my free course, you'll hear it in the podcast. You'll get into my world. Trust me. I'm really good at emailing you. <laughs> let you forget me. <laughs> and you have great emails. So it's worth it. It's good. There you go. Awesome. Thank you so much Corinne, for being here. This has been amazing. Thank you. Thanks for listening to the Masterful Coach Podcast. If you're ready for complete support as you build your coaching business, check out Molly's collaborative community, the Masterful Coach Collective. It's a place where you'll have access to the best experts in the biz, community support, and guidance as you build your perfect business 90 days at a time. Visit www.mollyclaire.com for details.